Hi, I'm Cody Sherry, and you're watching Disney Channel. Just kidding, you're actually listening to Yodat's Rank, the interactive podcast where we rank and rate from lame to great all the things that really matter in this world. Today, we talk about a long-awaited topic very close to our childhood hearts, Disney Channel original movies, otherwise known as DCOMs. Let's watch a Disney Channel movie. That's what I was just gonna do. Let's watch beat. A Disney, a Disney Channel movie. <laughs> Don't forget that beat. Don't forget. I loved knowing the beat. I love when people would jump it and I'd be like, guess you haven't watched many. <laughs> <laughs> DCOMs are the best things in the world. This Ever. is this This week is riddled with nostalgia for us. Yeah. In a way. I mean, Boy Band Week was pretty much too, but this is like things that were seared things. into our minds and hearts. <laughs> things that we don't have access to like a lot of the things that with the boy bands and girl bands i still have recall to that i'm in my still brain. listening to them we thank goodness for disney plus because we went back and watched some of these just clips of these just like fast forward through some some of the scenes i have not thought of since i was 10 but it was as if I, it was it was weird there was a couple that were like weird when we saw and, them and we decided that those scenes when you're watching it and you're like <gasps> <laughs> like when you know it in your mind so well, it's because it must have been on the, the, it was commercial the commercial It was the that commercial. was advertising the movie. It was the commercial. For example, like when I watched, um, I rewatched a little bit of Xenon and she's riding on that cart thing down the hallway. Like I was just like commercial. Like this is just, these are seared in my brain. I didn't remember the plot of Xenon, but I remembered <laughs> that she was on that cart, that she put on a spacesuit, things like that. These are seared into our brains. I got spooked actually actually, about how well I remember some of these things. It's almost as if Disney Channel was just playing on my wall, like in Smart House. Like in- <laughs> it's like a 24-7 loop Which of DCOMs was, was playing. Honestly. Which, what else were we doing? Because this was safe. Our parents allowed right. us to watch this as much as we It was better than me watching like MTV Jerry Springer. Oh my Springer. gosh, like, yes. They loved this. They did not let me watch pop-up video, but they wanted me to watch Disney Channel <laughs> all the time. So we have so much to talk about. If you were someone who loved DCOMs, this is going to be the episode for you. And if you're someone that didn't really watch any, we are so thankful that Disney Plus exists now because these were pretty much unattainable. Like, I wouldn't even know where to point you. I would have talked about Cadet Kelly for like three minutes and you would have wanted to watch it. And I would have been like, sorry, maybe YouTube? Maybe YouTube. But now we have it right at our fingertips. we have them all on Disney+. Plus. We are so excited. But before we jump into it, we need to uh, get to our Rankensteins of the week. Uh, This week, we've been saving this one for a bunch of weeks, but it's finally time to mention. It's a group, I think, of people. We don't know. We don't know. Uh, But the place that we host our podcast, it gives us stats about certain things. And one of the stats it gives us is location, where people are listening from. So you would think like Harrisburg, Mechanicsburg, where I'm from or you know out near Pittsburgh Allegheny County where Kaylin's from maybe where our parents are from like those places have a lot of listens well the number one listen like the place that has the most amount of listens is none other than Lake Stevens Washington (laughs) the The state state. 
of Washington. Now, Lake Stevens, I had to look it up. I've never been there. Is a little bit outside of Seattle. I have one friend, Cheryl Tam, in Seattle. Mm -hmm. And it can't be her because we're getting like 20 listens a week from From there. Now, to be fair, we can't really, we can't really figure out how it's tied to the person, right? So, like, we've had some trouble thinking, like... Yeah, is it, like, like where I, you bought your phone? Is it where you bought your phone? Is it where you started listening? We're not really sure what it where is. Where you're currently listening from? Does it have GPS? We're not sure what it's giving us, but we know... That we don't know anybody nobody. that falls into those categories, no matter what. I don't know anyone that's bought their phone in Lake Stevens, Washington. <laughs> I don't know anyone that happens to be traveling there every Thursday to listen to our <laughs> podcast. So what do we want to know? We want to know who you are. Who are you? That's what we need to understand. You're the Rankin Signs of the Week. Thank you. Who are you? We'd like to recognize you by name, gender, ethnicity, anything. I can't wait. We just don't know who you are. So congratulations to all of you, the mob of people who love us in Lake Stevens. We love you (laughs) right back. Thank you so much. So this week, there's so many movies to talk about, and uh, we're going to have to be quick on them because we don't want to just talk about our top 10. We want to talk about 20 through one. We'll do it quickly. But then we also have to talk about this little segment that we're going to call our Fallen Angels. Wow. So A Fallen Angel is a movie that we all thought was a decom, but in researching really was not a decom. There's a couple reasons this happens. The one is there used to be Disney movies that premiered on ABC and that you'd hear, let's watch. A Di-. They, I think they would do that on ABC as well, wouldn't they? I know oh, the I wonderful thought, no. world of Disney. Yes, I was going to say, because I'm thinking of the Brandy version of Cinderella specifically as this, and that's what it was. Right. And there were, right. Like that was different. Disney Channel movie, we're having a roller coaster we're doing the thing at the drive-in like all of that stuff but the wonderful world was wonderful world disney it was probably on abc so these movies for some reason all of us did that thing what i call it the mandela effect right you called it something that was the mandela effect (laughs) where we all thought this was a decom but it wasn't some of you guys put these on your lists i'm sorry but we couldn't count them number one wish upon a star featuring none other than katherine heigl and her little tiny sister in the movie where they wish upon a star to switch bodies and it actually happens yep it's iconic and it. if it was one it would be my number two <laughs> i i <laughs> i absolutely love this i movie. loved wish upon a star so this was an abc one is that right i think are all so. of these abc ones see that's the thing know. like where else would we have gotten these but it was all in the same time like that's They're called what disney we were all channel premiere films are some okay. of them and then okay. wonderful world of disney was another one so okay it's... which everything's everything but like exactly. they just split it up for where we're getting it i loved wish upon a star i liked the little sister so much better than katherine heigl than katherine heigl obviously I've never and she's the one that got again. famous right Ugh. but number, i love it love number two one. my date with the president daughter. Love my date with the with president's the president daughter. daughter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Love it. And why do we love it? Because someone that we trust nearly and dearly becomes the main man in this. I get to watch Eric Matthews for two hours. I'm exactly. in. I'm so, so in. I loved this one. And speaking of Eric Matthews, a.k.a. Will Friedle, he was also in another movie that someone put, I think Steven Scoville put as his number one, if it counted, H-E double hockey sticks. Where it was him <laughs> and Matthew Lawrence, so it was the two people we I very don't much this trust. One. What were what you've was never the plot? seen it? What was the oh, plot? Oh well, wouldn't you believe Maybe that I was not to watch it someone? Of that title. Well, someone's Satan. 
What? One of one of them is Satan. Okay, no, I was not allowed to watch. One of them Satan, and one of them is a hockey player. And what he did was he would, the guy would put his uh, pointer finger and pinky on his tongue and then over his what? eyebrows. That was his cool thing, and I used to do that all the time growing up. I, you can't even visualize that if you're just listening, but. Yeah, H-E double hockey sticks. You definitely could watch that, that one. I know that one, but I'm really upset because, like, what do I want more than those two reunited? I love that. Maybe I'll watch that one soon. Susie Q was another one people put. And unfortunately, it was, I thought it was the earliest decom, but it's not. It's a Disney nope. Channel premiere film. So I loved Susie Q, but isn't it she dies? Isn't that what this I is? Think, like she's well, a it's ghost? like something in the 50s. Yeah, like she like her car goes off the bridge, I think. Like, she's in a convertible. Yeah, she's yeah. from the 50s and then I th- and it's the Pink Ranger from Power Rangers. Isn't it? Yes. I'm looking yes, at her yes, right yes, now. Yes, I, yes. I mean, I think that's who's burning yes. my brain. I'm trying to remember isn't my um quiet but powerful nun from Sister Act in Susie Q? <laughs> I think she or is. Or am I just too. confusing her with the Pink Ranger? With the girl. That, that could be it. <laughs> who knows? Write in, please, those of you who love Susie Q. Love Susie Q. This is another one that's it was Wonderful World of Disney, an amazing movie, Life Size with okay. Tyra Banks. Here's the thing. Say what you will about her presently, Lindsay Lohan, um, but what she gave us with Freaky Friday and Life Size, like, those were such, such good movies. Amazing. She was a star. She was a star. Not to mention, of course, The Parent Trap. But she was crushing it. Tyra Banks, crushing it. That's the role of her lifetime. Shine bright, shine. Shine far down. Come on. Be a star. I loved it. I loved it so much. She was so beautiful. Tyra was peak of her powers. Absolutely. And then two more. This one we knew was not a DCOM. Some of you guys were confused. Guys. High School Musical 3 God. came out in theaters. <laughs> I saw it three times in theaters. Mm-hmm. So I saw I it knew. so soon after. We were in co- freshman year of college. Yeah. yeah. And we went we right away. We rushed Obviously. to the theaters. We rushed. Obviously. And it is the, uh, hard to say, but most people say it's the best in the franchise because it was a real movie. It is. <laughs> it had and a it real is. budget. It has, the best, it has the best production value. It has the best dancing. It has like, it has, re- it's really, really good. And then lastly, Model Behavior. Featuring Justin Timberlake. Featuring Kathy Lee Gifford. I love <laughs> model behavior. What, where was this? Was that a Disney thing at Wonderful all? Wonderful World of Disney, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I loved model behavior. So these, I love every single one except that scary one about Satan on that list. I would watch any of those right now. Yeah, those are our fallen angels of the list. We wish we could have included some of them, uh, but they just didn't count. So sorry. But you know what? We have plenty of movies that did count. We had, I think, 53 submissions. That's like almost all of them. Yeah. (laughs) And so uh, we need to get through them. And let's do our Aldi roundup this week. We're going to go from 20 to 11 uh, because this list was too good not to mention all of them. And what I want us both to do as we go is just to like say a random factoid or whatever comes to your mind when you think of this movie. Okay. Okay. Bing, bing, boom, boom, me and you, just, just quick fact. Right away, yep. yep. All right, so at 20, we've got Twitches. All three Maoris. Oh, wait, he is the boy? I think he's a little bit, he's in one or the other. I think maybe Twitches one or two. Maybe. Or, or is he in another fallen angel that is called 17 again? What? Where it's all three of them. Oh. Remember where the parents or something turned yeah. 17? Okay. Either way, Twitches is the amazing. The point is, we love the Maori family. T-ins I mean, they have, they, yeah, 
we they loved everything no they were giving to us. And then most importantly, Twitch's two is spelled T-O-O. I mean, that's all you need to know, guys. Like, we followed them. They were, like, 35 when they made Twitches. And we were just like, whatever. We're still here. As you recall, I said they were born in, like, 79 or 76, something scary. They were adults. And I was like, whatever you guys want to tell us, we'll follow the Maoris into the dark. DCOMs do not like boring sequel names. Oh, no. C, Twitches 2, T-O-O, Xenon the Zequel. Zequel. Come on. So they, they like them to be fun. And, um... Yeah, thank you. Number 19, Phantom of the Megaplex. Mickey Rooney is the first Mickey thing I think Rooney of. Because that's the, the only thing that people cared about. I would, you know what? Later we're going to talk about, I have a note on like who I think is actually the most famous person on the list, but Mickey Rooney is giving this person, same generation, a run for their money because. It's just I remember my parents being like, "Oh, Mickey Rooney." Oh, Mickey in this Rooney one. is in a oh, deal. I was like, "Who cares about that old guy?" He like, was I'm so trying to see old. who's making all this popcorn. I like <laughs> Phantom of the Megaplex. Love that was on my list towards the bottom, but that's a good one. Number yeah. eighteen, jump in, featuring two amazing Ooh! folks. Yes, Corbin Blue. Yep, and Akila and, and the B. And, and Akilah, I literally was about to say Akilah and the B because I was like, what's her real name? Kiki Palmer. Akilah and the B. Corbin Blue, I mean, trust. I trust what he's doing. Double Dutch. How did they make a whole movie around jump roping? They did it. Like, like there's a there's a massive whiteboard somewhere yep. where they yep. had this huge brainstorming session back in 1990, mm-hmm. and they just listed every possible Anything. activity you could Space. make a movie. <laughs> Space. Double Dutch. Uh, Basketball. Uh, sis- sister in a bubble. Leprechauns. Right. <laughs> Leprechauns. Cooking. And Halloween. baseball. Olive drab to <laughs> right. finally fab. Okay. <laughs> All of that stuff. Five babies. One girl. Five babies. <laughs> just writing everything down. And that's how they got Jump In. We watched a little clip from that. Yeah. And I was like, literally, how do you get into Double Dutch? How do not people like, do it? Not get into the hobby. Get physically <laughs> inside the jump ropes for Double Dutch. I Corbin can't... did it. Corbin did it. If Kiki Corbin did can it. do it. Kiki did it. Yes. <laughs> Number 17, the 13th year. My first thought is like, that's not the boy you think it is. And what yes. I mean by that is. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, my God. That's not Ryan Merriman. That's not. not Eric Von Detten. That's not the ones that you think it is. And when you look it up, you might think it's one of those two. Nope. And it's this random, random boy, boy that, like, I don't think ever graced us again. But 13th year was a big deal. I loved the 13th year. What I wonder when that one came out. Because that one was, like, I remember that one being pretty early. It was And I early. really liked that one. It was a young Misha Barton communicating with dog. <gasps> nope, that's Ring of Endless Light. Oh my gosh. No, I mix no, them it's up not. All the no, time. it's not. Okay, the 13th year was 1999. No, the 13th year was the boy that turned into the mermaid. I wish you wouldn't. Yes, that. I'm sorry. And his name was Cody. I and do the girl. That. It's the girl from Sepsis from Planet Weird and the Jersey Show. <sighs> the she Jersey. shows up again. So <sighs> she was like, like early Disney. Right. And then we never see her again. So many people stole her lunch money. Kirsten Storms, the uh, what's her name, Kimberly J. Brown. <laughs> A lot of people came in and stole this girl's. But I think, yeah, this is not the boy you think this is. 16, Camp Rock. Demi Lovato, where she got her start, she has the most rectangular smile in the Queen, world. straight across. Straight across. And we love. We loved it. We've always been on the Justice for Demi train, and this is where it started. And honestly, her and Joe Jonas together, I love it. I love what I'm seeing. It was magic. Not quite magic. enough to get up there, but magic. Number 15, Allie, catch strike. What's the first thing you think? Spinning the ball. Spinning the ball. Spinning the ball on the ground and trying to hit the two. And anytime you went out with your stupid little friends to a party <laughs> and you did that and you had the two, 
you'd be like, I know what to do. And you'd spin it on the ground and put, I did it. Oh, if I did it once, we're, I did it a hundred We're times. talking about bowling for anyone who's not aware. We didn't even mention it. We skipped over that. It's a bowling movie. Again, took it off the whiteboard. Um, Most recently, though, I think of Kaylee Cuoco because I had Kaylee no idea Cuoco she was the girl was in, in this. It. And she is. So that takes it down a few points for me. Number 14. Double teamed movie about basketball has the biggest Lucy Mary fact around. Well, <laughs> you say the Lucy Mary fact then because then I have a comment on the The fact. Lucy Mary fact is, did you know yeah. the two in the movie are not actually twins? And my response is like, I've actually never seen two people look more unalike like when they would do the preview or they'd be like and then we made them i'd be like they'd be like we put risers in the one girl's shoes like these are two complete i think the one probably originally had brown hair and they were just like you guys just dyed it blonde right i was like ugh. what i remember is really really liking like the bad brown haired girl better than both of these girls like right i don't remember who played her but i just remember like really feeling i'm gonna look it up while we keep going i did not like this movie at all they you have been talking so much about not I'm mad about this movie. I don't know why they bother when the girl like hurts her ankle or breaks her leg. I'm just like, get over it. (laughs) Double teamed was huge. And I honestly, I think we noticed this like girls loved double team. A lot of people put that on their list. I did love double teamed, but you just didn't feel for it. But yeah, these girls are not twins. Coming in at 13 is a movie that we just recently watched together because we knew it would get high on our list and we've never seen it. It's the only movie that is in this like new generation on Mm -hmm. the list and it is Lemonade Mouth. (laughs) There's some things we need to talk about just quickly. Uh, So here's the thing. We have to admit, like, we kind of get it. Like, this is like... Yeah, it's like the High School Musical formula to a degree, just For the next generation. Not as well. What I'm confused about and what we kept saying, and we've asked now multiple people that claim to like this movie. Yeah, if you're Gen Z, please help us. And they can't answer this for us. Is, what's with... (laughs) The The lemonade. lemonade. Is the lemonade magic... Is the lemonade special in some way? Because what's they keep, happening? They keep using it as like a sign, as an of elixir. Like, as no, a, as an <laughs> elixir. A girl. What's her name from? Um, Bridget Stop Mendler. It Charlie. Good luck, Charlie. Was Stop like it, Charlie. Was like I can't. That was happening, and she was like I can't go ahead. Someone's like get her a lemonade. She drinks lemonade, and she's like determinate, <laughs> like totally fine with no explanation. So that was just we were confused about that, and honestly, I think it would help inform our whole opinion of the movie. What I did like is the original music. From that movie, yeah. it was well done. The plot and the acting was horrible. But you know yeah, what? I'm glad the next generation had something to hold on to. Right. At number 12, we have High School Musical 2. What's the first thing you think of that movie? Contrast app, like on a picture. <laughs> when it's too bright. Everything is too colors, bright. The colors, they slid the brightness bar all the way up, and they slid contrast all the they way up. They did something really... We'll talk about this more later. We don't have to sit on here right now. Just know that it doesn't The oranges, sit right the blues. Us. The blues. The, the black hair. The greens. The black <laughs> It hurts my eyes. Yeah, no thanks. Made it all the way to number 12. Then we have a little bit of gap in the points, and number 11 almost made it in. It's really in the rest of the tier with the top 10. Yeah. That is Johnny Tsunami. I love Johnny Tsunami. I just loved him. Jet Jackson is in there. Like, come on, number one crush rest in peace. Yeah, and it's it's fun. They needed to have a couple movies for boys. And yeah. like, if you look at the most of the boys list, we've got Extreme Brink, we've sports. got Johnny Tsunami, we've got Motocross. Yes, like, we're all they, doing sports. It worked. Sports, it worked. Sports. I love Johnny Tsunami. Love that little guy. Yeah, and then they did a sequel like 10 years later. Like, mm-hmm. He was like, I'm just long. still kicking around. Like if you guys – he probably called them and was like, you guys think like <laughs> – Hey, it's I saw the Maoris tsunami. doing it. <laughs> Come back. I'm 30. 
Okay, so let's jump into our actual top 10 list. But we wanted to make sure those other movies got a mention because they're iconic to us as well. And it goes without saying, but Kayla and I have seen every movie on this list. Like, probably from 40 to 1, I've seen every movie. So we have plenty to say about them, and hopefully you love them too. For each of these movies, we're going to give you a sloppy synopsis. Kayla and I did not look up the synopses, and we didn't rewatch most of these movies because we don't need to. So we're just going to quick tell you what the movie's about from our recollection. At number 10 is another movie that I put in the same uh, ranking as double teamed i do not like this movie and i can't even tell you why it is motocrossed so motocrossed the main point is the girl cuts her hair off and tries to be a boy (laughs) (laughs) the activity gets hurt yeah brother gets hurt brother gets hurt twin sister twin sister says which brings me to another point my main point about motocross i have two main points one of them is this girl should have been the other twin to either of those girls in double teamed because she looks more like both of them so than they true. look like each other. She and specifically the smaller, less scary double teamed one look exactly the same. Like make that girl that girl. So she was the sister. She was good at bikes. So she yeah. Cut what do we all call these bikes? Off. What are these things called? Motor BMX. bikes. Motor bikes. No, it's not BMX because BMX, BMX is when is you real pedal. Pedals. Yeah, what are these? Motorbikes, we'll say. Moto. Moto (laughs) cross? Wait, moto cross? Why is it called that? Oh, because like cross dressing. (gasps) I I never really realized. That's like, okay, so this doesn't hold up, guys. Like, this is like interesting. The second point, and I think I want you to comment to me if you agree with this, similar to what I mentioned in the Mary Kate and Ashley episode on our Patreon. This is a known thing. There are two certified heartthrobs on this list. Dean from Motocrossed was one of them. If you are listening and you had an awakening with Dean and you (laughs) loved him and you knew that he was just like, wow, I've never seen someone so attractive in my life. It's 2001. I was like 11. I loved Dean. I want you guys to like reach out to me if Dean also was like one of your first. And they were doing that weird thing where she was into it's like the she's the man thing, right? Where she's trying to be a boy, but she's into Dean, right? Yeah. So then Dean is forced to like question, like get all confused in his feelings. (laughs) Yeah, because he's like, um, am I attracted to this boy? (laughs) I don't think. I think we're getting a little fuzzy on the plot. Did he know he was? Didn't was he helping her? Who you know? Who knows? The point is that's what we remember. There was a lot of confusion going on about motocross. She probably wins in the end. I think I hated that she cut her hair. I think maybe that's what it was. There's something about it that just like turned me off. Yeah, that's really like. I also like notoriously didn't really love the movies aimed directly at boys. Yeah, like and this one I guess kind of was, but kind of not. No, I I uh, did really love Brink, but something about this one is just never on my list. But it was on plenty of people's lists to get into our number 10 spot. And I am going to, for every movie, give you a uh, random famous person. Okay. Because Disney was just famous for that, right? Just like inserting these kind of someone crazy people. Someone that was people. just sitting at home that needed to like keep their SAG thing like active. <laughs> yeah. So they were just like, you got or anything for me? Or someone before they were famous. Sometimes yes. you see like a Disney yes. star and then they blow up. So Who is in, in this one? In motocross, it was Travis Pastrana. And Travis Pastrana is an actual motorbiker. Uh-huh. Like I know that name from like the oh, yeah. X Games. From oh, the, yeah. He was like the first to land a double backflip. So from the video games that exactly. we were all playing. Because this is what I was going to say. We'll get into it with another movie too. But like extreme sports were 
were really cool in the early aughts. Like that's where you want everyone was playing yep. Tony Hawk. Like everyone was doing that hey, sort of don't, stuff. Tony Hawk Pro Skater is one of the best video games ever. I know, too. but I'm saying okay. like what business did we ha- – I played it too. I've never seen a skateboard. <laughs> if I got on a skateboard, like what? We just didn't know what these bikes were called. But like we were playing yeah. that. So like that's what I'm saying. Like we had no business, but everyone loved it. Coming in at number nine is a movie that is – Pretty different, but glad it made this list. We've got Cheetah Girls. Now, Kaylin, I'm going to let you take the sloppy synopsis on this. This It's not going to be that sloppy, probably. It's it's not going to be that sloppy. This is when almost everyone from 3LW combines (laughs) with raven Simone and a random blondie, comes over together and makes a band, basically. They're just a girl group. There's a dog involved. They travel. Um... They're Cheetah Girls and Cheetah Sisters. Cheetah Sisters. So, like, they don't want to be like Cinderella just sitting in a dark, all dusty. (laughs) So, I loved Cheetah Girls a lot, obviously. This has a lot of ingredients that would really click in with me. But what I think is very interesting, I've mentioned it before, I work at a high school now. Cheetah Girls came out in 2003. Two years ago, I had a class who had gone to Barcelona for a summer trip, like for a Spanish club or something like that. They all reenacted scenes from the Cheetah Girls and were singing all of these songs from the Cheetah Girls when the Cheetah Girls go abroad. And I was like, this was so long. You were two years old. So I think, honestly, in my conversations with my kids, Cheetah Girls is the one that has the most staying power. I don't know what magic that is, but people love Cheetah Girls in a big way. It's phenomenal. And like the the girls could actually sing because they were in an R&B band before they came over. Guess who's at the helm of Cheetah Girls? Adrian Bailon. No, 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 no. Production. (laughs) Who made this? Who did this Uh, for us? Kenny Ortega? Of course he did. Of course he did. We owe him. So fun fact, one of the first times Cody and I decided that we were going to be friends is – We were in the union at Messiah College, if you know what that is, upstairs where there used to be – now there's probably nothing, masks. But there (laughs) used to be these chairs that would just face face each other like comfy chairs. We sat there and for one person, two people, an audience of something – talked in each other's faces, ad-libbing what we would say to Kenny Ortega to cast us in the next, like, musical Disney movie. Like a faux audition, essentially, for Kenny Ortega. We had met – I don't know, two weeks before this, three weeks before this, and we went for it. And we have loved Kenny Ortega ever since, and he brought us stuff like the Cheetah Girls. He is in charge of Cheetah Girls. He's the director of High School Musical. He's a director choreographer of Newsies. He is just at the helm of so many things that we hold dear. And I just know that if I got in a room with him, even at 30, I think he'd cast me. I think I could could get it. We are in there, High School Musical 4, something. We're doing something. The random famous person in Cheetah Girls is no one. There were none. I was going to say, Raven <laughs> Simone is the random famous. I literally famous have she's been Raven Simone. since she was two, yes, baby. I have she's her taught listed us. because she's the main, you know. Uh, Adrian Bailon really is the main vocalist. She's such a good vocalist and I think like the best musician of the Cheetah Girls. But Raven was holding it all together because the tie-in over from That's So Raven and, and Raven everything else. Raven's just confident when she's in Disney. Disney is her space. Like she knows... Real quick before we move on, I just think it's important for you to understand this, that Kenny Ortega is behind Hocus Pocus as well. Did you know that? Yes, I knew that. He's given us everything that we like. Yes, Like, that's all I there know. is to it. <laughs> he, all right, we love. He's the hit factor. He is the he's Rihanna. The Rihanna of, of kids' <laughs> movies. Ah, oh, we love Cheetah Girls. We love Cheetah Sisters. You got to strut like you mean it. Free your mind. The other day I walked down Main Street of Mechanicsburg sure listening I'm to that song sure. and you better believe I was strutting. 
Whew. Okay, moving in at number eight, a uh, classic TV show that we love Buckle turned into in. a movie. We've got brrr, the Even Stevens movie. So they're on vacation, right? They're, they're on, on an island, island. And there's a reality show involved. Like yeah, they're, they're doing being something recorded. like that. The reason that like the sloppy synopsis for this one doesn't matter. I have one thing to say to you. Even Stevens movie was fine. It's on this list because we like Even Stevens. Like it's yes. it's just you love Even Stevens. But when you think of departures from Even Stevens, what's the thing that we liked? Like the Even Steven movies was the Even Steven movie was good. But what were we like all in on for Even Stevens? The musical episode. Of we went Duh. to the moon. In 1969. in 1969. I could sing the entire song for you. I'm six not period, six period. I could sing everything <laughs> six from period. it. That six period. <laughs> it all goes to say that like Even Stevens holds up. I watched a one-minute clip of the Even Stevens movie. The clip that they have on Disney Plus is Louis Stevens in a chair that he has fashioned for himself that he says he's going to sit in all summer. And he has like a hand (laughs) that feeds him a hot dog. (laughs) And Shia LaBeouf is a revelation in in everything, but especially in Even Stevens. He eats a bite of the hot dog and then goes down and just lightly kisses the robotic hand (laughs) on the wrist and says like, thank you. And I was laughing out loud. The Even Stevens universe is one that we all wanted to be in all the time. Everything about it, I loved. And didn't you feel like when Shia LaBeouf came out in Even Stevens, it was basically like how we felt about um, Corey Matthews Matthews in Boy Meets World. Exactly. Whatever his real name, Ben or Fred Savage. It was like, we know. (laughs) Now wait, now you just wait a minute because it's Ben Savage. I know it's Ben Savage. Louis Stevens, yeah. He was the second iteration of what we wanted because there are very few kid actors that were genuinely hilarious and we clicked in immediately with Louis Stevens. He was genuinely hilarious. All right. The random famous person for the Even Stevens movie is Dave Coulier, which is Uncle, Uncle Joey. Joey. <laughs> of course From he Full is. House. I don't even know what part he plays. It says here Lance LeBeau. He's probably don't, involved in that show, that fake probably. show. Probably. I, I really only remember them wearing like tribal outfits. That's like basically what I remember Yeah, about and the something movie. about pineapples because I was looking this up. And then I guess the most important thing is just like, was there a cooler person in the universe than Tawny? Oh my gosh. Come Tawny, on. I had such a crush on Tawny. Of course. The horses in my brain go clip, <laughs> clip clop, clop, clip, 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 clop. <laughs> the sandals in my mind go. Oh. Okay, Loved there's it. lots we could talk about with Even Stevens, but I'm glad to see the movie made it up yes. into the eighth spot. Even if you and I haven't seen the movie in a while, we know Even Stevens like the back of our hand. Love it. Coming in at number seven. Really, this could be way closer to the top, but I think our list skews, not our list, our audience skews female. Yeah. This movie is Brink. Now, Brink has seven first place finishes, and the only thing with more than that is High School Musical. So for people who love Brink, I mean, a lot of guys put that as number one on their list. It was just like an iconic movie of their childhood. And even though I normally didn't like those ones aimed at boys, Brink still made my list at like six. We're back to the X Games is where we are. (laughs) We're at Extreme Sports again. Extreme Sports. Here's the thing. Here's the alert. Second certified heartthrob. We have Eric Von Detten, which yes. I didn't look it up. I just knew that it was Eric with a K. Like I Eric just with a K. Von just, Space Detten. Detten. I know this. Like I know how to spell my name. Like I know that so well. Eric Von Detten walked 
so that Twitty could run. <laughs> he had that thing out that I was just like, who's that guy? Like, I loved me some He Eric had Bunton. the hair. He had the hair, fl- the middle part. He had part the hair. That, like, he had the middle part. He had the highlights. He had it all going on. Now, I this activity him. that they pulled from the whiteboard is rollerblading. We didn't even say that yet because it's is just it? like. I thought it was skateboarding. I don't care what they're riding. That makes <gasps> sense. You're right. I didn't pay attention to what, like, I was just in on Eric Von Detten. It was 1998. Oh, what did they I are rollerblading. Okay. They've Something got about like, puppy suds. Yes, puppin suds. So <laughs> okay. it's like this ragtag group, right, trying to take it. on, Get like, the, the elite people that are, yeah. like, really good. And they that challenge them. That was Yeah, charge. that he dark, so dark, pale boy with the dark, long hair. Ooh, it was I'm like scared. yin and yang when <laughs> yeah. you looked at, like, him and Eric Von Detten next to each other. It was, like, bad, like, devil on shoulder, bad angel boy. on yeah, shoulder. Yeah, 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 yes. So I love Brink. I haven't watched it in a long time. Well, actually, I watched it a couple years ago. And it's a movie that just holds up because it's so 90s that yeah. when you watch it, you're just like, yeah. Yes. Like, you, yeah. Just, you love going <laughs> along with it. Right. We talk about how there was kind of like a depart. Like, Brink is a very different movie than like Cadet Kelly. Like, these are two very different like things that Disney Channel was doing. And you can tell the early thing in Brink. But I loved Brink. Me some and break. somebody, I forget if it was Brooke or somebody else, wrote like Brink. This is such a good film. And yes, I said film. Oh, and honestly, Brink feels like a movie that could have come out it in was theaters. A, yeah, that's what it I mean. Like, it was like a kid way. movie. It wasn't just something they slapped together in a warehouse on Disney's back lot, like many of these other beloved things are. And wouldn't you know, there's someone very important, famous in this film. Her name is Christina Vidal, otherwise <gasps> known as yes, Taina. <laughs> when I like to see my name in lights. Now, what's crazy is Christina Vidal might be the only person who has been able to make the Disney crossover, Nickelodeon the jump. Over. Who I else has made that jump? Say, nobody. In fact... It's like a thing that nobody did that, right? Like right. you were you either a Nickelodeon kid or a Disney got, kid. How did she get out of that contract? I don't know. Maybe 1998 was like so early before Disney Channel Original like really started to like sink their teeth into some people. But she did it and boy did I loved. I loved her. I loved her. So Tanya. Christina Vidal, if you don't know, is like the cool girl in Brink. She's yeah. on the, the Pup and Suds team. And then she's also Taina, which is the main character of a show called Tyena, who is like an aspiring singer and actress in New York yeah. City. And wow. really more iconic than the show Tyena is just the theme song. The theme song. song. Like, Listen we to can... it if you guys have a minute this week. It's really important. So good. But she started in Brink. Wow. All right. Moving on to number six. The second best movie featuring Ryan Merriman. We've got Brrr, Luck of the Irish. Ryan Merriman was that guy in he the was early 2000s crushing it so disney just picked up this boy who looked like the most normal classic they white american him. boy i think they created him i really he wasn't do. like super good looking he wasn't eric nope. von he wasn't interesting he wasn't he was just normal kid who got put in every single movie they did <laughs> every maybe they did plastic surgery on the 13th year boy and just rebranded him and we're like <laughs> you're ryan almost merriman. there but something else needs to change ryan merriman owned disney channel and he knew it you know why because he said yeah put fake ears on me dye my hair red turn me into a leprechaun i'm confident (laughs) what's wrong with being confident i got it he was crushing it luck of the irish like you said it's not my favorite version of ryan merriman but it's one of those like what i from 99 to like 02 is just like such a time for disney channel original and it was right in the mix of that and so we were all i mean 
We had popcorn made on that Friday night when that one premiered. I know I did. <laughs> I just remembered uh, from the intro what he says fully. He goes, oh, what Saints, is he goes, Saints preserve us. I yes. am getting shorter. That's the commercial. That <laughs> like, is the I think we commercial. were watching, me and you were watching just like uh, a list, a group of clips from each movie. Yeah. From like all the, like a YouTube video that just went through clips, clips, clips. I was walking, standing up and I heard Saints preserve us. <gasps> and I like you stopped dead fell. in my tracks. Because I was like, why is that in my brain? Why do I I know just it? thought of the fact that, like, when I was talking about this, these probably, what, premiered at, like, 7 p.m. on a Friday night? Probably. My parents Tuesday would night, have, maybe. like, no, I know it was a Friday. <laughs> because my parents would have, like, plans, like, something. And I was eight years old being like, Mom, we need to get home. Like, look at the Irish. I needed to see these the minute that we settled in with this popcorn. This was must-see TV for I me. would get my VCR ready. I would click in that. Get it. I would push, push in that blank VHS. And then push it in again if it accidentally spit it out. It's like, no, I <laughs> want I would to click record. 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 And then I would break that VHS rewatching. I've, I've never seen this, but I know I'm going to want to see it 25 more times. <laughs> yeah. So Luck of the Irish is uh, when they looked at the whiteboard and saw leprechauns and then decided, <laughs> yep. Um, the most iconic scene is when his mom, I guess that's not his mom, it's his dad's wife. Or maybe it's his mom. I, I don't it's know. A woman mom, in his mom. life. He says mom, I think. Is shrunken on the kitchen counter. <laughs> she is so small. And that's when he realizes his he comes from a family of leprechauns. Of lepre- not just Irish people. Straight <laughs> up leprechauns. The famous random famous person in this movie did the vocals for Ryan Merriman, which I don't know if he what? sings at one point. <laughs> but this person is Sam Saletta, who we already referenced in another episode, who was the bully from Little Rascals, the voice of Sam slash Rocket friend Power, of ours. slash friend of ours, because we have a friend who is dating Sam Saletta. So I thought that was actually really hilarious. So apparently Ryan Merriman can't even sing, which is like, that's the main, that's the first thing you need to be able to do. If they you're didn't care. They, they said something about this guy. We want him to be our guy. <laughs> All right, so we're halfway through our top 10 list, and so we're going to take a quick intermission, play a quick game that we have not prepared for, anything like that. Mm -hmm. So I wanted Kaylin to do some uh, role-playing where I asked her questions about, like, if you had a blank, who would it be from Mm -hmm. the DCOM universe? Yeah. Uh, We did this on Patreon for our Harry Potter Hot or Not episode where I put her in situations. So we're going to kind of do the same thing and both give you our answers. But if you had a best friend... In yeah. the entire DCOM universe, who would you want that best friend to be? So it's not the most exciting answer, but I really clicked in with her. And so I would say Ren from the Even Stevens movie. Ooh. I loved Ren. She was a goody-goody. She was like a nerd. That's what and I was You could thinking. boss her around. Yeah, but I loved Ren. So I would say she's my best friend. What about you? I am going to break the rules for a second and go well, to a Disney show just because. I can because the first person that came to my mind is Lelaine. I want Miranda. Of course. I want Miranda. Hey, wait, Lizzie McGuire movie. You're good. You're in. No, no, because Lizzie McGuire movie is not. That's a fallen angel. (sighs) It's a fallen angel. Not a DCOM. Because that for sure. Also, classically, Miranda wasn't in. The Lizzie McGuire movie. Not even the beginning. I thought we got her in the school. Maybe the very beginning, but she didn't go to Italy with them. She didn't go on the trip. No, she she was already in the vault. Okay. Lelaine was in the vault already. (laughs) So that's probably who I'd pick for my best friend. Okay, that's a good one. I love love it. All right. If you had to have a significant other from the DCOM universe, who would you want it to be? Dean. As I've mentioned, Dean was my answer for sure. Runner up. Eric K. Von Detten. What is yours? Okay, I'm going to go back on my last answer for best friend because I just saw a better list. I want America Ferreira from Gotta Kick It Up. (gasps) Darn it! Darn it! That is so much better. 
better. That's exactly who we want as our best That's who friend. I want. And I'm like, do I want her as my significant other? Yes. Uh, but also, no, best friend's better. Best friend's better. I honestly think I had a major crush on Xenon growing okay. up. Okay. Okay. And so because storms. I was you like, fancy. she's wearing tinfoil. I know yeah. she's blonde, <laughs> so you don't trust her. No. But no. something about we'll the tinfoil outfit, I was like, I'm so intrigued. I'm so yeah. intrigued. So and I think the bright I colors. Xenon. I, I see that really getting to you. Okay. If you had to have parents from the DCOM universe, who would you pick? I'll tell you first who I wouldn't pick. Yeah. I wouldn't pick that loser bum dad that we just revisited from Smart House. Yeah. In fact, the creep. that's just what I'm going to say. I didn't like this guy. So I don't know who I would want. Probably, no, I can't say Lizzie's parents. I love Lizzie's parents. <laughs> but I would say I, do, I know who I don't want, and who yep. I don't want is that guy. What about the you? The dad from Smart House Ew. kissed the little bowl cut girl <laughs> on the lips. Now, listen, <laughs> listen, I get that we're supposed to believe that they're father and daughter. Number right, one, but you brought up an important part. That they're not actually related. So this man, this 50-year-old man is kissing an 8-year-old on the lips. I was like, call, phone the police right now. This phone is not up. acceptable. I think I just remembered who I would like my legal guardian to be, and it's the grandpa from Johnny Tsunami. <gasps> That's because a great he's one. so friendly. He's gonna teach me how to do what I need. He just seemed like the right vibe. So I don't want Smart House Dad, who didn't know how to like make waffles. I do <laughs> want Johnny Tsunami Grandpa as my legal guardian. I think I want the grandma from Halloween Town. Of course, we'll talk about you her do. In of a little course, bit. you do. I'm surprised actually that you didn't say the mom from. Uh, mom's got a date with a vampire because we love <laughs> her Ray. and trust her so much from Sabrina. And I really feel like you'd vibe with her. The problem was she had a date with a vampire. Well, <laughs> so the mom, so that mom clearly had judgment. Dad. Yeah, she had problems with judgment because That's she true. was dating a vampire and wouldn't listen to her children. <laughs> so can't pick her. Okay. All right, and then lastly, in where would you want to live yes. out of any of the settings? And the settings are <laughs> very um, oh, they go all, here, they are they go all there. across the board. They go Where here, would you they want to live there. in the DCOM universe? So here's the thing. It's not the most exciting answer, but it is the truest answer. I would like to be a wildcat. So I <gasps> want to live in the high school musical universe. That's so where I want to live. Even though in our last episode you said New Mexico is grim. I know. I'll go there for this. you believe you're now Wow, did they make it come alive. When I'm dancing on the rooftop, I'm looking out at a lush. It seems like I love it here. I want to live there. I want to go to that school. I think I'd fit in. What about you? I know what your answer is going to be. You do not know what my answer is going to okay, be. Okay. Let's see. Because um, I'm changing you don't it know. right now. <laughs> I'm changing it so that you can't guess it. Okay. No, truly, I don't think you'll know because I watched Descendants and list. Okay. I wanted to know. No, I did this way before we had this podcast. So let's be real. I watched Descendants because I wanted to. I I wanted to see it. I wanted to see what the hype about is because it also has a high school musical formula. There's a one, two, and three. And so I'm like, it must be good enough. And Dove Cameron's talented. And so I watched the Descendants, the first one. And they're like in this weird world where like, once upon a time. What you're describing is like the Once Upon a Time show. You sicko. I, am. Right. I love Disney villains, so get off my back and I want to live where they live. What did you think I was going to say? Halloween Town. Oh, see they're both good. They're both like the spooky places. Right, right. Is where I just I thought be. you'd want to live there for sure. Or wherever Rip Girls take place. Hawaii? Yes. Surfing? Yeah. yeah. It's just the girl Johnny Tsunami. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Okay, so I think we picked some good things in the DCOM U, but let's get back into our list. Uh, five 
to one. Now, numbers four through one, that's really where we should have taken our break because they were like the upper echelon in terms Uh of points. Okay. They were battling out for first, second, third, and fourth. Uh, But number five, we have Halloween Town. Sloppy synopsis of Halloween Town because I am a bigger fan than you, obviously. Mm -hmm. That's kind of my vibe. I loved Halloween, love the spooky stuff. Right. Um, So Kimberly J. Brown, who was also for a time like the the female Ryan Merriman of DCOM. She was in this. She was in Quince. She was in all sorts of stuff. And um, Halloween Town, she learns from her grandmom that she is a witch of some sort, mm-hmm. I guess, and transports, they take a bus to Halloween Town. So reminiscent of the bus from Harry Potter that we were just yes. talking about, actually. <laughs> yes. Yes. yes, the night bus. And so she transports over to Halloween Town where she has to kind of like understand her powers. I'm sure she has to defeat someone in the end who's trying to take over. Sure. I remember the skeleton taxi cab driver. Um, and Reminiscent of that thing in... <laughs> Yes, uh uh-huh. Yeah, and so it's a really fun Halloween movie. I would say it's the number two, like the second best Halloween movie because number one is obviously Hocus Pocus, which we already mentioned, Uh, but Hocus Pocus is in my top three movies of all time. So Halloween Town pales in comparison just a little bit, but so many of you guys listed it as one of your favorites, and so it made its way all the way up to number Five. What do you think my Lucy Mary is about the Halloween Town? Like you, uni- not one, two, or three. Like any of them. Okay, your Lucy Mary fact for that is that in I think it's the third movie, Lucas Graybeal is in it from High School Musical, who plays You're Ryan. So insanely close, <laughs> because it's that Kelsey is in <gasps> Halloween Town High. <laughs> oh my god! Whatever her weird name is, like Oleskia or whatever it is, she plays like a little um. Troll, I believe. Okay. But um, that's my Lucy Mary, which is crazy that that's so close to it. But yeah. So it looked like the high school musical people were getting their starts in Halloween Town this for one reason be or another. The start. Yes. Hey, something. Um, this also is the one that I was saying has our most famous person. Debbie Reynolds is like legitimately the most famous person that has ever graced any of these in any way, I think. Yes. Um, and so it, what's funny is that, like, for the rest of my life, when I would see her, I'd be like, oh, the lady from Halloween Town. <laughs> People yeah, right. would be like, no, no, that's actually no. the lady that, like, originated dancing in movies. Or that's the lady yeah. whose mom to Princess Leia. That's, the la- like, all of this stuff. And I didn't right. – I would just be like, Singing yeah. in the rain. I right. mean, it's like she was like, so oh. famous. And we just saw her wearing, like, this weird cloaks. shawl. <laughs> like, cloak. Crushed velvet cloaks. <laughs> I trusted her. She then came and played Grace's mom on Will and Grace, one of the funniest characters on Will and Grace. She just hates everything Grace does. I loved Debbie Reynolds, and it's because of Halloween Town. And then a hilarious thing I learned today is that Kimberly J. Brown, not today, uh, this week, Kimberly J. Brown was 13 when she filmed Halloween Town because Illegal. she posted a throwback Thursday and she was like, this is me when I was 13 on the set. 13? I like, think I looked, oh, how wise did we think she was? Oh, she looked my. so old. I was like, I want an older She's sister like her. She's got it all together. She knows how to be a witch and a person. She's really <laughs> got that. She's watching those five kids like a pro. All right, let's move into our upper echelon. These yeah. At all, at some point, all four of these were number one on the list as I was inputting data. Mm. And so at number four, we have Cadet Kelly. And the thing that I first think truly is 
let's find out what happens when things go from olive drab to totally fab. That was you know the what commercial. Else I think of? I'm a one girl revolution. <laughs> I'm a one girl revolution. Throwing so, those white rifles in oh, there. Oh, she's tossing it. So this is one of the first things that we watched together when Disney Plus was a thing. We were yep. like, what do we need the to see now? What Disney do we Plus need to see? Yep. And it was Cadet Kelly. And honestly, guys... It holds up. I love it. What could you be happier with than Christy Carlson Romano meets Hillary Duff in one place? I'm obsessed. I loved it. I thought it was so funny when we rewatched the the scene where they do One Girl Revolution. We and they're supposed to be doing like really impressive when, things. And when we were little, Cody, like, could you have told me? That was like, so you think you can dance. Like, I was just like, guys. No one had thrown a rifle higher. Do we see what she's doing? I mean, we knew she was good at ribbon dancing, but look what she's doing with a gun. And when we rewatch it, literally they're shifting it like around their face and do everything. (laughs) And they cut away, like they're constantly changing the camera angle because you know they're really not doing anything. They can't even walk around on that mat like that. Yeah. So Cadet Kelly, uh, Ren Stevens plays a really bossy, like, sergeant essentially like in this uh, school that Lizzie got kicked out to. But I really love Lizzie. I just say Lizzie as if that's her name. I always say it's, it as if it's it's interchangeable. In fact, we did say it when you and I were in New York City. Oh. And we know we, her, guys. We were so tired. We had just been spent a whole day in New York City. It was yeah. August. We had watched two shows. We're waiting for our car to be brought to us. Not like we're rich. Like it was one of those weird parking garage things. I didn't think we were ever going to see my car again. It was <laughs> taking it was, so long. It was 20 minutes. You and I we were weren't hanging on each, each other. other. We were dripping. just staring into each other's like faces, kind of, but not making eye contact. And then just someone waiting. walks past us and we were and like, Here's the thing. That's Lizzie. So (laughs) It wasn't just that she walked past us. It was what we heard. And that's what I remember. Like, her voice, I could pick out of a million. And that's what I did that day. I know it. And she just walked by. And hearing her, like, whoops, excuse me, like, walk past. (laughs) I was like, because when we we (laughs) rewatched Cadet Kelly, we also rewatched some Lizzie McGuire. And we were howling at the school of acting that Hillary Duff went to they just said like sounds do some sounds because half of what this girl's doing is like (laughs) so I would implore you go back watch Cadet Kelly it's super good see if you can make yourself learn that choreo I don't think you can (laughs) the random famous person in Cadet Kelly is Andrea Lewis who may not be famous to you but she plays Kelly's best friend Okay, got and it. And she also plays Hazel in Degrassi, The Next Generation. <gasps> there you go. You I love was it. screaming because I watched Degrassi growing up, but it's a Canadian show. And so I yeah. was like, how did this girl make it over to Cadet Kelly? And then we never see her again in anything nope. American. She's nope. never. She dipped her toe in. She left after Cadet <laughs> Kelly. But what a legacy to leave behind. We're about to enter into a pretty shocking top three in my books mm-hmm. because this thing is not number one. At number three, we've got. High school musical who says we have to let it go. Mm, High school musical at some point will probably get its its own episode on Patreon, I'm sure, because you and I, this was our childhood. I put that tape in to tape it. Yeah. And then I watched it. I'm not exaggerating when I say this. I watched it every night for a full month. For 30 <laughs> days. I'm, Kaylin, I'm not exaggerating. I, oh, believe me. I, I <laughs> believe like every you. every night. <laughs> now, here's the weird days. thing. When I was like, I was kind of like peeking online. Like I was doing the thing where it's like, I don't really want to see to see what year this came out. Because I know that I was I too old to I be doing what old. I was doing. We were 15, right? It was were we 16? <laughs> we were 16. Oh, no. So wait, 
The funniest thing is, this weekend, I saw my brother, and he. we were talking about High School Musical with him, and because of how obsessed my sister and I were, Brendan was like, yeah, I remember exactly how old I was, because I went into school the next day thinking everybody was going to be really excited about High School Musical, and I realized that boys my age weren't into it. <laughs> I was like, oh, because at my house... What I want you to understand is my 17th birthday party was a high school musical themed surprise party thrown by my friends. Like that's what I wanted to be doing. I played Gabriela Montez for the community theater. I love, and I'm saying that in present tense. Present tense. We we were we were like getting our licenses. I had a I had had a job for three years at that point. I was driving myself. I was applying to colleges. <laughs> and then also watching High School Musical every night Lying. on the TV. That is so 100%. funny. The One of the greatest honors of my life was oh, I got to us. direct High School Musical at the middle school that I, that I direct for. And picking that show, I advocated for it so hard because I was like, I don't care if no middle schooler knows what this is. This will fulfill a dream of mine. This is it. If I get to direct Sharpay, if I get to direct, like, learn the choreo to all in this. I mean, I say learn it, but... (laughs) You knew it. We already knew it. We knew it. It was an honor of mine. And when you know, I watched the first High School Musical. This was a couple years ago. Um, I was with my friends from college, people that we know that, that I see all the time. And we put on a movie and I said, can we pick High School Musical 1? Yes. Now, I guess I hadn't seen it in a couple years because when it started and that beginning piano music came and they were going mm-hmm. into like mm-hmm. the lodge they were the staying lodge. in. The lodge. Kaylin. <laughs> I started to cry. <laughs> literally and like Megan Cruzmark, Shannon like they will vouch like I started to tear up and then they started making fun of me which made me st- I just started like actually tears were co- because I was like there this music this opening music is in my bones because I watched it every night <laughs> and so man this movie like and and shout out to Nick McMichael, who honestly could have been our Rankin of the Week because oh, yeah. his wife made him watch all of the high school musicals, I think, in one night. He's better for it. He had never seen any of them. He's better for it. Now, what order would you put the high school musicals in? Just real quick. Let's not three, dwell. One, two. Three, three one, one, two. Three one two. Okay. Three, one, two. I would I would say one, three, two. Okay. It's good that we know what's at the bottom. We know but. what's at the bottom. Uh, we could talk forever and ever and ever, but let's just move on to the random famous person in High School Musical that I have for you. His name is Thane Jasperson. Oh, <laughs> he's not famous. How dare you say that? This is a guy that literally plays like in the ensemble of this movie. And then I don't you know, know him. What? If you've seen Hamilton, you know, you know him. him. He's he Samuel is the white Seabury. guy who is well, way too extra. Yes. The and only Samuel white guy. <laughs> he's so... So annoying. And wouldn't you know he's been annoying for 100 years because we went back and watched him. And I watched that scene, though, and laugh and laugh and laugh. He's just got that. I could picture him in the callback room in my high school already. Like, I know who this guy is, is in and out. He is hitting his marks. And then some. He's doing, like, jump splits off of the table and six of the status <laughs> quo. And no one, Kenny did not tell him to do that. I'll tell you that. So that's... Thank you, thank you, High School Musical. I can't wait to talk about it in a whole episode um, on Patreon at some point. All right, moving into number two, which if you know these movies well, it's probably going to tell you then what number one is. Number two is 
Smart House. Ooh. Smart House was number two on my list after High School Musical. And mm-hmm. I wasn't even sure. Like, High School Musical to me is a different entity. So mm-hmm. I was like, do we even include it? And then I if saw everybody else doing decom, it. If you think decom, decom, Smart, Smart House, House is my first one. Is but I my think number of. one, yes. For yep. both of us. Yep. Um, so we just watched this this one uh, a couple nights ago whenever uh-huh. we were last together we watched smart house and it holds up the plot is essentially what is happening right now and right. so this movie that came Alexa's, out like 20 years Google ago Holmes, series stuff like right, that is about an intelligent like robot house that can do things for you and her name is pat and they talk to pat and say like pat can you do this and it is the same way that i talk to my google what's that <laughs> movie that like won an oscar scarlett johansson was the voice of her it? Her. Her. This is what that was before her. <laughs> um, we watched it and like everything held up except the graphics and like the whole idea of what computers were. Like they didn't really seem to have that understood because they Ryan Merriman. Ryan Merriman at 12 took a pair of pliers into this room and was like, I'll fix Pat. And it was like, you don't really, I don't think you know what's going on. Iconic things that happened. The dancing numbers, the songs that are played onto the thing, onto the wall, smoothies with so many oranges. Pat spinning around like a tornado. And all of these things just elicited like, oh, commercial, commercial, love it, love it, love it. The thing that surprised me is if you would have pulled me before we watched this and said, how do you feel about the inventor lady? I would have been like, love her. Love. 10 out of 10. I love Trust. that woman inventor. Watching it back, I'm going to say hate. She sucks. <laughs> I'm really going to go as far as to say hate. She's horrible. Her lines don't make any sense. At one point, the stupid dad says like, do you want to say for dinner? And she goes like, oh. Like, shocked. Like, she's like, whoop. And it's like, what? Even though they had already kissed on a date. They were kissing probably then. Reminder, the same lips that he kissed the eight-year-old with. (laughs) I'm still not over I did not love her. And you, some of you guys are going to be like, no, she was great. Rewatch it. She was not great. The sister is exactly how you remember. A lot of headbands. A lot lot of headbands. The shortest bowl cut you've ever seen. The hair bouncing while she's jumping to Bewitched on the screen. (laughs) And she's like, back off, Pat. When she gets like really serious one time. It's a smart house. <laughs> do, 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 do. Hope we you get that love joke. it though. And you know what? I'm really glad we picked this one to rewatch. I was thoroughly entertained the whole time. Yeah, so glad to see it at number two. And this is the random famous person in this movie. And it not is random. random. Oh. It is I mean it's random, she's in it's it. It's random, she's in it. She's not random. Got it. Katie Sagal. What I was shocked by rewatching, the actual only thing that I was shocked by is that Katie Seagal in person, in persona, is in the movie for 12 minutes. minutes? Yeah. (laughs) Six, eight. I would have said she's with us from the beginning. And we keep going. We just hear Pat. We hear Pat. We hear Pat. We're not seeing Pat. And that's because, obviously, Katie Seagal was like, pay me $40 million and I may send you an audio file with some of these lines and we'll see what happens. And you know what? I'm really glad that they tricked her into doing it. Katie Seagal is the wife from My Wife uh, and Kids. Married with Children. Married with Children. My and then she's with also. Kids is the other show that we've referenced oh, so right. much this Sorry. weekend. No, and no. then the other one she's in is Eight Simple Sons Rules. Of- Yep, and then Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. And Sons then she's Anarchy. the voice of like the main character in Futurama. Le- yeah. Le- Leela. So she's she's a famous person. Like a she's famous a famous person. person. What is she doing in this decom but acting if you, what's opposite? What's the first thing you think of of her? Pat. It's Pat. Truly, she's Pat in my life. She is like a 50s housewife in a tornado. I'm very scared. Yep. So thank you, Katie Scoff, for choosing to be in that movie for no reason. For us. 
our number one. And this truly surprised me. I It was just on the most people's lists. and It did surprise me too. Yeah, I mean, it's a great movie. I just didn't know it would be number right. one. But so thankful it is. Brrr, Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century. And you know what? I'm laughing now because Girl of the 21st Century, you uh-huh. know, is 2000s. This movie was made in 1999. And so that's clever what they did there. What like they did there. literally if it was one year later, we all would be girls of the 21st right. century. No, they told us. So I think it's like set in like 2040. 49. 49. Because okay. it was 50 years from 1999 okay. when they released it. I rewatched this one today. I didn't finish the whole thing, but I wanted to put it on just to dip back in because I truly, I know Kier- I know the players. I knew Kirsten Storms. Raven Simone, again, mwah, for at least the first two or just first one. I think just the first one. Okay. Um, and I knew that, but I kind of had forgotten. I had lost the thread on Let Xenon. me give you a sloppy synopsis then. You tell me how much okay. I got it right. Yep, perfect. Uh, Xenon is an alien? <laughs> or, nope, I think I'm wrong. I think I'm wrong. Xenon is a girl from the future. She's on a spaceship. It's not a spaceship. Space station. She lives there <laughs> in 2049, and then somehow she comes to Earth in 1999? Kaylin's just laughing at Okay, let's let's go to a real synopsis. Help me. All I know is she's in the future and I like it. It was so funny. Okay, so everything's in the future. So that's where you're wrong. Everything's in 2049. Okay. And I'm going to tell you this and then it's all going to come back to you, truly, because that's what happened with me. And there's something so specific that's going to come back to you that I'm going to mention and you're going to die. So she went up to space when she was five. There's like a project. Mm. It's like a thing now that like a bunch of colonies go up and do research in scientific places because there's no gravity and so they can do like different things than they could do on Earth. So she's been up there since she was five. She's 13 now. She has her whole life up there, her friends. And then the person who is funding this whole project comes to visit. Everyone says, don't misbehave, Xenon, because she's like the meanest or the the most like wily girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, She does something bad, which is called dons a space suit and goes out on the tether, you remember, to see Uh the like light show or whatever. Uh, She gets in trouble. And so she gets sent back to Earth with that aunt that has no kids and like her Aunt Judy or whatever. I love the aunt and where she she lives. We still love the aunt because her her lines, like the first thing she says, Xenon is like, you have more luck with men than I ever did. And Xenon's (laughs) like, why aren't you ever married? And she was like, didn't want to be. Like stuff like that. I love her. She's on Earth for a little bit with the boy from Everwood um, as her love interest. And she has figured out with nobody else that the people that are funding the space station is bad. So she has to get back both in time for the protozoa. The protozoa concert. And which she won the contest for making that creepy doll. And um to save the space station from that thing. Two things you will remember so well. One, that virus that shows up on the boy's computer that is the thing that hatches out of the egg and then chops everything up. Okay. Two the special thing that they need to save the entire thing is that little the, holographic. The earring, uh-huh. right? I, I, yes. As soon as I saw it, I was like, <gasps> I was transported. Raven gave it to her as a gift because she collected it from the trash. So that is close to her being an alien. Um, <laughs> and Protozoa, Protozoa's song still slaps, honestly. I said, boom, my boom, note boom. says, Supernova Girl, bop. So good. It's Make it so hot, good. Go boom, boom, my supernova. The most girl. notable thing that was happening while I was watching this is the amount. If I looked at the script, 50 50 is real words, plot development, and just things they were trying to do to remind us we were in the future. So, right away, tell me some of the things you remember being in the script, like that, the slang. Zetus Lapidus. Of course. Is the you have main any other one. ones? Mm-hmm. Um, no. 
a big thing they were doing, Cody, get it, celestial, was to say major and minor for <gasps> everything. Oh my gosh. So they'd be like, ma- fail yes. major, yes. did it minor, but but like all of that stuff. They were always doing it. Literally half of the script is her Can saying Can I please some tell word. you a quick story about Zetus Lapidus? Please do. So I am going skiing. I am on a ski lift okay. with... I'm by myself for some reason. (laughs) And that sounds strange, but I am. When did I go skiing last? I'm on a ski lift. I'm going up the mountain. And I, to my left, I hear someone yell, See this Lapidus! As they're going down the mountain because they're like scared. It's like a young kid who's going too fast. And this was at most five years ago. Uh Yelling Zetus Lapidus. And I lost it. I was like, I need to find that person. They're my favorite person I've ever known. We love this person. Because they're using it as a real as a real slang in their vocabulary. I had closed captioning on for the movie today to see that that word is spelled C E E T U S. No, no, it isn't. It's, it's Z E E. The girl's name is Xenon. It's You're obviously not tell me Zetus. Zetus, right? Exactly. But it was good. I could see why we liked it. Again, like what couldn't Kirsten Storms do? We followed her. We thought that she was just like the pinnacle of performance at the time. And like we said, the song, amazing. The setting, weird space. We didn't know anything about that. We were hooked. And then weirdly enough, Kirsten Storms is in a skiing movie where the boy is going down the mountain too fast and he can't stop. What is that? (laughs) Oh, dang it. Come on, it's a decom. And the boy- I don't know. But now you're making me think that maybe it was her on the mountain with you. Honestly, well, I'm like, that's such a funny thing that they somehow combined skiing. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, like the boy doesn't know how to ski, but they like push him down the mountain, the two like mean boys, and then she's also in the movie. Anyway, who knows? But Johnny um, Tsunami! Johnny Tsunami, that's it's what I thought. Tsunami. Okay. It's yes, Johnny they're tsunami. making him go down on skis. There yes. we go. So she's in Johnny Tsunami as well. We love Xenon. Honestly, Xenon the sequel is pretty good. Z3 oh, yeah. was even decent too. Like I yep. remember she liking with all us. three of them. I was sad that Raven left, but we it's okay. The random famous person from this movie is the guy who played X-Ray in Holes was in this movie. <gasps> and that's just a sweet crossover because Holes is I amazing. Love, Holes. love it. This is a good list. This, this is, is an good amazing list. list. It was so fun to like walk back down memory lane. And I, I would encourage you to go to Disney Plus and rewatch whichever ones and let the feelings take you over. You might be like, wow, this movie is horrible and I didn't mm-hmm. remember that or you might feel like this movie holds up or maybe you're just gonna feel things when Kelly is like going through the mud of oh, the obstacle course like, ah, bah, 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 is like the line <laughs> that she says right when she gets up when they're like competing they're going up the half pipe and right. brink you know just like these iconic moments you're gonna feel things and uh we're just so thankful that this existed when we were growing up because they don't make them as frequently as they used to. They, don't they do make come them out, like they used but they're to. not once a month like they used to be when we were growing up. All right, so let's talk about our robbed goddesses quickly and our You Can't Sit With Us. What's your robbed goddess? My robbed goddess has got to kick it up. We watched this one again this weekend. I loved Got to Kick It Up whenever I was growing up. Um, my dad was all in on this one too. Obviously he's Puerto Rican and Cuban. I, when we rewatched it, I thought there was a lot more Spanish in there in this movie than there was. Not much. I think she teaches the, the, uh, teacher how to say si se puede and that's it. But we've got America Ferreira who honestly rewatched this movie just for her first scene. She is a vision. I love her. Loved this movie. It's fun. It's different. Love it. Okay, what's yours? This was not even on my list, but this is a Rob yes. Goddess. It's called Color of Friendship. Guys. This is the best 
Okay, well, I'm going to say this and True Confessions is really the rock I'm goddess. so glad you brought up True Confessions. I was going to bring it up in the um, Even Stevens movie part, but that's, yes, Only yes, 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 yes. Only one person out of everybody even put True Confessions on their list. And so these are the two movies that are actually good movies. True Confessions is where Shia LaBeouf has autism. It's about a sister named True and that, yes. how she handles her brother and different things. It's heartfelt. It's emotional. It's Shia giving us everything we need as a young actor. And then Color of Friendship is about a family in America that gets an exchange student from South Africa and the family in America is black and the girl from South Africa is white. And so both of them think, oh, I'm going to go over, she thinks she's going to go over and be with a white family. Yeah. The black family thinks they're going to get a black student from South Africa. So it's a um, a show about, or a movie about race. And I haven't rewatched it to know like, how does it really hold up in the current climate of things? But yeah, I don't at know. least back then, the it time, was, yeah, it was really important. It and made I remember us think about stuff. Yes. Having conversations with my parents about it. It actually won an Emmy, which is like the only time Disney has actually won an award like that. Anything like that. Anything. It's the only reason I knew the word apartheid. That's for sure. Exactly. Taught us genuinely about apartheid. And the girl who took over for Raven in Zedon's equal. Exactly. I love that girl. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good... I'm glad you brought up both of those. What is your You Can't Sit With Us for this week? Um, We both had similar feelings about this. My You Can't Sit With Us is going to be that anyone ranked High School Musical 2 above High School Musical 1. I would have taken High School Musical 3, which isn't a DCOM, on your list above High School Musical 2. I want to say how dare you to those people. What are you guys trying to... I'm serious when I ask. Like, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to... You trying to get on this list? Are you trying to get to me? Are you trying to not sit with us? Are you trying to hurt me? Because I feel like you are. So... Get out of here with that. It's do, not Here's the good. thing. Do we like High School Musical 2? Yes. Because Am I, watch I it? love High School Musical. Of course I'm going to watch Is it. Is it anywhere near number one or number three? No. no. They filmed it in sepia tone. They filmed it in a kitchen. They filmed it on a golf course that they found. Suddenly, all of these boys that we've known to play basketball are playing baseball. I don't care about baseball. <laughs> like, what are we talking about here? There Get are some here. bops. There are some bops. There are so some the bops. soundtrack, I will give you that. But... I am, Maybe Gabriella's best song is in this one. Whatever. But I'm still you livid. can't sit with us. I'm still livid that you would have the audacity oh. to put it above number one. Yeah. My You it. Can't Sit With Us is, again, for both of us, I know this will be yours too, is anybody who listed Don't Look Under the Bed in their list. We didn't get to talk about it yet. Don't Look Under the Bed we is should, the most horrific can't. film that's ever existed. <laughs> Honestly, it's if you... terrifying. If you like Saw, watch Don't Look Under the Bed because it's the same kind if of movie. like Saw... <laughs> If you like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. um. (laughs) If you're into that one where you're sleeping and a ghost is on you, they have made like four of them. Do you know what I mean? Oh, Paranormal Activity. (laughs) Yes. Then watch this. We rewatched only a clip because Cody and I both remember. This is the same day we did Kid Kelly. We both remembered that like this affected me. This truly, I'm not even being funny about this. I could have gone to therapy for you don't sit with, don't look under the bed or whatever the heck it's called. It was so scary because we had been taught to trust this guy. Or yeah. he was either somewhere before he was an actor or we saw that was him friendly. and even Stevens yep. after. It's mm-hmm. one of those two. I don't remember where because I really have like a black hole where this should be in my brain. He does something with this character and and goes between friendly and crazy in the movie in a way that like should not have sat well, he morphs with us. into like a monster this boy I know literally but he's, morphs into a he's literal nice monster. at certain times and then switches and then yeah, back it's and it's just like it takes you really off your seat whoever listed this is a sicko <laughs> <laughs> you're a sicko 
We've stopped. We're stopped getting nice and start getting real, guys. Sorry, I don't know who I'm, hurt you. I'm worried. Maybe for you. you love horror movies. If horror movies are your thing, then I understand why you listed this. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our conversation on DComs. We had so much fun walking down memory lane, putting some of y'all on blast, and celebrating the wonder that is. Hillary Duff. So if you liked this episode, we'd love for you to join our Patreon. Honestly, on Patreon, we get to go into these types of things uh, pretty frequently. These yes. types of niche uh, categories. We did a Britney Spears deep dive about what's happening her- right now, the free Britney movie and all of her music videos that she movie. put out. <laughs> Sorry, the free, was a free Britney movie. <laughs> movement. Um, we talked about Harry Potter, hot or not. We've just got a lot of funny niche things. And then we record an episode. You get an extra episode every single week. So if this kind of episode intrigued you, you'll probably like what we have over there. Go to patreon.com slash yodatsrank and join and become a Dr. Frankenstein. Thank you to everyone, especially those of you in Lake Steve Washington. Woo! We will see you next time. Bye. Yo, that's right.